everyone, Dave and Jeff, one day after the great <laughs> event. It was fantastic. I know, here's the deal, and I've said this before, if you were there last night, th- this thing right here was Jeff. Jeff put so much time and energy into this event. It was absolutely fantastic. As much as I would like to say I, I did my share, I didn't do enough. It was, it was uh, one of these projects that, Jeff, you did a great job. You did a fantastic Thanks, job putting this together. God, we had fun. Uh, you it know, was fun. I hope you were there. And for everybody that was there, and you know the thing that I didn't, I, I didn't put together until today, kind of going through social media, like Derek Snyder is a perfect example of this. Derek Snyder was a guy that when I saw it on the list and he said he had started doing a podcast now with his son and, and it was because of this show and Behind the Smoke, what Sean does, like that was a guy that I was like, hey, I, I want to make sure that I find Derek Snyder. And I know that I talked to him like two or three different times, but I wasn't in my head because so much was going on to put together. And and that was the thing at the end of the night that there were so many people there and it was so incredible. And um, just we'll cover some of the highlights of it for for both of us. You had a chance to talk to him, him and Jose. Yeah, and they were t- talking about the setup with the the podcast. Yeah. I, I said, you know what? Give me a call. We live around the corner from each other. Yeah. I want to see how you guys do yeah. it because they're doing kind of what we're doing. Well, I talked to both guys and it didn't hit me until later. I'm like, God dang it. That's Derek Snyder. Yes. And so, um, Dave, it was great. And and what was funny, you know, is the day I think it ended at about 4 a.m. And my son, Jack, called me at 6 a.m. <laughs> So that's where we're at here at 12.15 on Thursday. But it, it was just so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. And I think the smiles that we saw on a lot of faces made made everything. And the main smiles were from the charities, from John Van Zanti, from, from Bob in the Alpha Project, yeah. from Che, from Carol, from Mindy at the Ronald McDonald House. Like, they just, they, they loved it. That's who it was about. And, uh, yeah. Can't thank the people enough that donated the items. Absolutely fantastic. Right. I didn't get a chance to talk to, to Wayne Partello. I know he, he was there, but there's so many people to talk to. And I appreciate the Padres taking time oh, to, to come down. And so many people, again, taking time. There's a major concert last night at Mattress mm-hmm. Firm, which caused a huge amount of traffic, yet people fought the traffic to come down to be part of this event. We loved it. We plan on doing this again, not to make <laughs> you think. I feel like, you know, when uh, Pat Riley yells out, yeah. we're going to do it again next year. Cream <laughs> puts the towel in his mouth. That's how I feel right now. But we're going to do this again. This was great. This was giving back. I mean, you're talking a tremendous amount of money in a short time without, you know, a, a basically a national broadcast, Correct. without a local broadcast on terrestrial yep. radio. This was grassroots as can be and pretty amazing how it worked out. Yeah, it was great. And I kept I kept screwing with Intercom because I, I sent him um, last night the bottle of Jack Daniels got cracked open. And it was me and Dave and Lisa Ann, our friend Erica. Uh, Dave's son Josh and our friend Eddie, and we just sat and and we enjoyed it. And but it was so good. Like I I drank more of that last night than I drank in a month. <laughs> I had two hours sleep, but I wasn't hungover. No, it was There's good. no headache today. You go, God dang, that's that's pretty good. But um, as you're going through and kind of counting the money, I I stacked up all the bills and I kept sending to management at Intercom. Did you? I'm like, this is what happened last night. You should have been a part of it. And uh, and I look, yeah. those guys understand. I've known them a long time. They're very, very happy for us. It, it wasn't. It's just more just busting stones. But My favorite part about it, Jeff had all the money from the end of the night. As we said, mm-hmm. they bring your cash. And Jeff set up a second GoFundMe. Yeah. 
But at the end of the night, when we walked back to Jeff's hotel room, and you took the the cash and you threw it on the bed. Yeah. Lee, Lee immediately <laughs> says, "You want me to count it for you? I'm really good at it for my stripping days. I can do, I can organize and count it extremely fast. She it was goes, great. She's like, this reminds me of Friday night in Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, let me let me a couple of different things. Yeah. Take away for her, right? Because you had a 30 second photo op with her in San Francisco. Um, text, I've never met her until last night. Yeah. The takeaway, and here's the other thing, is we're sitting here at 1215. Dave and I just left. We took her to breakfast this morning to thank it. And it was just the three of us, kind of a chance to, to talk about the whole thing. But, Dave, you're really the guy who tracked her down originally. I mean, it goes back to that. You know what's funny? Right, let me go back to, to the first time I, I met her, okay? Because, as mm-hmm. I said, Jeff and I, we've told the story. We're Radio Row in, in San Francisco for the Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. she's behind us to the right just a little bit she's right near us but you know I'm, the whole time i'm keeping an eye on her okay because obviously you know as you say i'm a stalker now, had you seen her each day before that yes i had oh that's that, funny. i wasn't paying attention to anyone else no like, you're like joey bosa's over there who gives a shit i'm looking right over there <laughs> joey bosa never did anything to make me feel better <laughs> and so i'm sitting there i'm looking at her the whole time and i remember at the time we remember judd was doing a show at night mm-hmm. but we'd see judd and we see cost and we saw hartman and Judd was growing out his hair a certain way, and my hair was kind of long. I said, I'm going to comb my hair the way Judd combs it the day. I hated the way it looked. And it was yeah. the day I took the picture. It was the worst hair day of my life where I wanted the picture. So I never sent yeah. that picture out. And she, uh, when I went to see her, and I, I told her last night, I go, I don't get nervous. I go, the last time I got nervous was maybe when Vince Gully came on in like 2004. Yeah. And I go, I don't get nervous talking to anybody. I couldn't even hold the fucking phone to the <laughs> point where she said, just give me the phone. I'll do it yeah. for you. Like, you know, what's wrong with you? Stop shaking. And I was. I was crazy Stop nervous. Crying. Stop crying at the same time. And when I got the picture and I was so happy she was in it, I hated the way I looked in it. And then I, when I came back and showed it to you, mm-hmm. that's when you came back to me like, what the fuck is your problem? You know, yeah. what is this? I don't I didn't know who yeah. she was, yeah. which was really funny. Then I was telling her last night. I, I don't, Dave, like. Maybe as nice as she walked around and just started hugging women. Yeah. And it was so fun because we said to Lisa Ann this morning, you would kind of watch the room and the room was kind of, you know, some people had their guard up, wasn't really sure what was going on or what to expect. And I feel like everybody who left there at the end of the night felt like they had a new friend. Yeah. Like you met a new kid at school or somebody uh, came into the decks next year's at the office. But when you think about globally, how well she's known, uh, the celebrity level that she's at, and and I felt like she she could not stop talking this morning about Cali Comfort's social media team. Yep. She's social media is a big part of her world. She loved with Corey Wagner and what Sean Walchef and and having Lee there for security, and I I know that means a lot to them. She she gets it so much to acknowledge the other people. It, I felt like with her. It wasn't about her last night. I felt like she made it about everybody else in the room. And for somebody at her level, pretty unique and pretty cool and incredibly sincere when she did it. You know, you said something yesterday. I think you couldn't have been more right. And it maybe happened during the interview, but you definitely saw it last night. There are a lot Mm -hmm. of people that look at her and they want to judge. Mm -hmm. You know, you could say whatever you want. They judge and maybe they feel I'm not going to like her. I'm going to go against it. It's what you said. And then she wins you over. Yeah. And you realize I'm a fan. And you saw that over over and over again last night. You heard it on the interview. She's a different person. And yeah. Jeff and I have made appearances before. And anytime mm-hmm. you walk in a room, you kind of sit back a little bit. And you kind of get a feel of the room and judge it and go, okay, what am I going to have to do? Almost like the minimum. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it. 
But it's almost like the minimum because you don't know if it, how people are going to receive you. Man, she yeah. came in like a ball of fire. Yeah. And that's her. And that's the way she went the whole time. Even with us at breakfast this morning, so much energy. Right. You know, just the high motor. I'm always envious of people over that high motor and how much they can get done. A uh, couple other things. She was great. Um, since the last time we did a show, which I, I don't even remember last time we were in here. We're here Sunday night. Okay. So since that time, more items came in and more items came in that were great. But two things happened yesterday morning, the day of the event, that were great. Or Tuesday night. I don't know what the hell. We were here this we week. Were, we okay, were here I'm all thrown point. off now. I'm dizzy. Um, we both slept like three hours. <laughs> two hours for you. Yeah. Um, Jason Finley, uh, who works at Callaway. Yeah. Now, I've never met him, but I've heard him because he, he'll do stuff with Scott Kaplan. Uh, Jason Finley sent me a message early yesterday morning and said, um, hey, what's going on? You know, there's this charity event. What do you have going? And I started to tell him, you know, give him the recap what was happening. And he said, look, um, we don't need the publicity. This isn't about us. It's, it's about what you guys are doing. But we'd like to donate a rogue driver, which they did. And so I'll, I'll pick that up either today or tomorrow. I go, holy cow, man. And he invited you and me up to see yeah. what they're doing. And he was just incredible. I no longer hang up the phone with him <clears throat> than my phone. I get a text message yesterday. And it starts with, is this Jeff Sell? And I'm like, yeah. And the next message said, Jeff, it's Fred Yeoman Jr. Now, Fred's been with the Padres since I started covering the yeah. Padres. Came from Baltimore, was part of that Lucchino team. Was Tower's right-hand guy, had been there through Hoyer, and is now there with Preller. And he said, uh, same thing. Get me up to date, man. I'm watching this on Twitter. I I don't know where Freddie is on Twitter. I didn't even know Junior's yeah. on Twitter. And I so I gave Fred the full rundown of what we were doing. He goes, look, I've got a really cool thing that I want to donate. And he said, it's GM experience for a day. And he said, you're going to have... Um, Dinner with AJ in his suite. Um, sit up there for two innings. Batting practice on the field. And then uh, you watch BP on the field. And then you'll have my seats right behind the dugout for the game. He goes, wow. do you want it? I go, yeah. He goes, great. He goes, we'll, we'll get it hooked up. And I was just like, Dave, I was so genuinely moved by what Jason did for us, what Freddie did for us. Both items went very high but this was the other cool thing where our world came full circle tuesday night <clears throat> we weren't on the air i went to see jim trotter because jim trotter worked to get us a larry fitzgerald jersey and so i go to jim's house right down the street from here and he goes how's it going and you know he goes man this is insane right this is great and i go yeah it's great and um so he gives me the Fitzgerald jersey, and he goes, look, let's do this. He goes, uh, let's put a little money on the board. He goes, I'm going to bid 1000 bucks for the Fitzgerald jersey. So I said, okay, you got it. And he goes, look, obviously, I can get one for free, but I want to yeah. help what you're doing. So I go, God damn, Jim, that's incredible. So then he's flying to Canton, flew to Canton yesterday, and I wrote the thing about Fred Jr., and he sends uh, Sean Walchef from Cali Comfort a message in me as well. And Jim said, um, let the Fitzgerald jersey go. I'm going to bid the 1000 on the box. And so I wrote Jim back and I said, look, I might be able to get you both. And we did. 
500 yeah. bucks for the jersey, 500 bucks for the experience. And then Jim said, hey, I'm taking you, Dave, and Sean. Oh, how cool is that? And so now that's the first part of it. But here's where the Padres. So Fred Jr. hits me up today. They're in Chicago. He goes, how to go? I give him the recap. And he says to me, do you know Maggie on Twitter? I go, yeah. She was at the event last night. And he said, all of us in the office follow her, and we think she's really cool. She travels, her family travels, the whole deal. And he said, I don't know that she's going to do the AJ part, but Fred said, can you put me in contact with her because I'm going to take her family on the field for BP, cool. and I'm going to give her the dugout seats for a game. And so I sent Maggie a message. She got back to me, her number to Fred, and Fred's already reached out and contacted her. But that's the Padres, yeah. man. Not only did they help out over and above with the Trevor Hoffman ball and the Eric Hosmer ball and four tickets and control room, Ted called me. The Ted ball went last night. Mud, uh, lunch with Mud. I mean, there were so many great things. But then when Fred stepped up twice yesterday, I just I thank those guys so much. That's I really love cool. those guys, man. Yeah. Partello, Wayne Partello and his team and Freddie Jr., we're such a big part of this event, so supportive every day. I just, I'm incredibly grateful, and I know you are too. I also want to mention the people over at East Lake Country Club Holy who, cow. Uh, who opened up the, the country club. Albert did a fantastic job. His staff did a fantastic job, made things extremely easy for us. We didn't mention them enough. They did a, a fantastic job. And they Everybody said, said that venue was absolutely gorgeous. It was. It was beautiful. They helped us out tremendously. It's able to, again, able, they donated that, able to keep prices down, maybe right. more money goes to charity because of stuff like that. But I uh, want to thank Albert and the guys at East Lake and said, guys, we'll do it again next time you want to do it. We said, where's that? We're, we're your home. Unbelievable. And and Sean and Callie Comfort, their team, and Sean's buddy Joey, who I met at a fight night one night, and Joey at the end stepped up. And, you know, the one thing, Dave, that and Sean knew it, like there's so many different things that you're not aware of when you do one of these events. And what, I, what you don't plan for is the mass hysteria at the end of a silent auction. When you have 45 items and everybody's trying to pay at once and you're trying to get it, goddamn if Sean and Joey didn't grab that by the balls yeah. and run that thing. And for those guys that jumped in and just helped, all of you, all of you jumped in and helped. And, and I'm sorry for those of you that couldn't make it. But when Dave and I left, I said, can we go do 30 minutes? Just to recap and talk about the people that were there. Disappointing Joseph, Tad Ryan and Disappointing Joseph were so amazing and put a set list together that was very significant to this show, including Gimme Shelter, which I talked about three weeks ago tonight. I thought it was fucking done or two weeks ago tonight, whatever night it was. And Gimme Shelter got it out, got it out of me. And uh, I said to Tad, I said, I know what you fucking did there. I said, I know what you did. And I said, for me personally, that meant so much to me. And I was visiting with one of our friends. God damn, disappointing Joseph was so good. But when I heard it, I just looked at Tad and I just said, you know, I, I go, Dave, when, when the band comes and structures a set list, playing Mother from Danzig and playing uh, Jason Isbell, they played for, for me and Stevie Woods. And uh, fuck, Steve was there, and it just uh, those guys. I mean, it it just everything you imagined it would be. It was and better, but it was really that way because of the people that were there. 
the people that stepped up to help, like you said, like Albert and Callie Comfort and Disappointing Joseph and, and all the incredible friends that were there. And guys, we raised a shitload of money. Yeah, we did. And We, we did. It was really cool. What the hell's going on? What the fuck is that? Jesus. Oh, what the fuck? That one, I, that... I don't think that goes out over the air because every time <laughs> I react to it, um, it's just a noise. Is that right? When you hear it back, it doesn't go. Yeah, no, it just sounds like we're just randomly <laughs> yelling at voices the, the in our head. That one was not Brett Boone. Every time it's always Brett Boone. Uh, Bert Grossman yeah. came by and dropped off a couple of signed footballs, and I had one job to do, and that was to get Bert uh, Lisa Ann's phone number. Damn it, Bert! <laughs> My sincere apologies. But the football still went. You know, it's funny. She gave her phone number out to a lot of people. Like, well, there are people she made friends with, which was funny as heck that she is that open and she says, no. hey, take my number down. You understand Bert can take both of us and play whack-a-mole yeah. with us, okay? <laughs> so maybe when I just said, hey, Bert, I'm sorry I didn't get her well, number. Well, I'm just saying, we those people worked for it. I didn't see Bert. Bert he was in and out. He had to be a KUSI because goddamn Paul oh, Rudy ruined his night. Because Paul Rudy can't come up with the original material? He needs Bert to carry him every week? Goddamn. Bert was so <laughs> mad. He was so mad. Bert came and dropped the footballs off. Right as I was walking in, Bert was walking in. And uh, he was so great. He's like, God, Rudy <laughs> ruined my night. Uh, Bryce Miller was there who yeah. donated. Now, here's the other funny thing. And I hope Bryce hears this. When you're trying to do a silent auction, you're putting it together and you have a short sign-up. you got to put the sign-up sheets in. We had so many items that the one item that ended up without a sign-up sheet was the ball that Bryce donated, signed by Raleigh Fingers and Fergie Jenkins. Yeah. So as it sat there, what I said at the end of the night is, I said, I'm bringing this back to Bryce. I'm bringing this back and maybe at a future time because of my respect for him. And one of the guys there goes, God, it's a great ball. It was really cool. And uh, I go, yeah, you know, and, and he goes, God, that'd be great. I go, well, what do you got? And he looks in his pocket. He goes, well, I got a hundred dollar bill. And I go, well, I think that's mine now. <laughs> so, so it's probably more worth yeah. more than that. Yeah. But we got a hundred bucks yeah. for the ball. Perfect. And it was great. Yeah. And so I apologize to Bryce that the one r fantastic item, uh, Corey Stewart, who was part of San Diego Radio, donated the most gorgeous autographed Yogi Berra 16 by 20 photo. Uh, went crazy. Todd Villalobos donated the 84 Padre ball. I mean, there was just so much great stuff that came in. But uh, but for Bryce to come down and be part of it and hang out meant a lot to me. Yep. I know David meant a lot to you too. But I wanted him to know um, we did sell it, and it went for 100 bucks, yep. and it was great. Bernie Wilson, Steve Quist, Todd Villalobos. Steve Quist was doing the news last night. Yes. Yet at 9.30, he was with us, and he's going to be on the news in, in less than two hours, and he's all the way down in Plus East Lake with us. Plus, the guy did the CW yeah. at 10.20. Yeah, so that was pretty awesome. That those guys came yep. down and were a part of it. Katie Temple was there, which was great. And just uh, two friends for, for me and Dave, uh, my friend Joel Rotz, who uh, I've known since the eighth grade, who we thought two years ago was dead. Um, he said he did a he was a clinical and, and if he hadn't have done it, it would have killed him uh, clinical trial. And he did it. And he was there, walked in last night. And our friend Katie Mosier was there. And Katie was an intern on our show at KFMB. And uh, she just she is incredibly special to me and incredibly special yep. to Dave. And she has talked over the years about being at different things. And she wasn't there. And I was just kind of saying something to the crowd fucking around. And uh, and I looked up and she was there. 
And, yeah. and I just said to uh, my friend Erica, who was there, said to me, what's the coolest thing here? What's the coolest thing here? And I said to her, it's with all love and respect to Lisa Ann and to Erica who came down. I said, it's Katie Mosier and it's Joel Rotz. Because uh, just on an individual personal level, for them to yeah. be there was... Yeah, it made the night. Yeah, when I saw Katie, uh, I felt like I was honest. I said, I think a ghost just walked in. I mean, we've waited yeah. almost 20 years to. And she said, I don't go out. And yeah. Joel said, I don't go out yeah. anymore, but I'm here for you guys. Yeah. And you go, fuck, that's where it's great. Yeah, that was cool. That was- I, I never cried. There was no ugly cry uh, that Katie Temple kept promising me would happen. <laughs> There's no, there's no emotional hangover. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, is it an emotional hang? I go, no. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. That was fucking great. That was. It was Alan awesome. Alan Taylor, by the way, bought more shit and came to play. Brian Curry bought stuff last night. It was just Mark Nimitz was out. Um, Dan Tyler, I hope you got the chance to talk to Daniel Tyler. I love those guys. Brian Curry came by in the morning um, and had a family emergency come up and couldn't go. But Dave, we're so fucking lucky. Ryan Barkley couldn't make it because he had a family matter. But for the partners that we have on this show that supported it uh, from day one, and to have all those guys there was great, too. That was awesome. It was such a good time. It it was a lot of fun. Again, it's going to be something we remember for a long, long time. And it's the first one. You know, Lisa Ann was the first one to say, we're doing this again. We're going to do it again, and and we're going to make it bigger. And you said no. I go, no, we're not. We're not doing it again. She goes, look, I'm going to get involved. And then she said one sentence that changed my life. She said, we'll have quarterly meetings. I go, fuck, starting when? <laughs> I go, shit, we're going to hang out with you four times a year? Fuck, me and Dave are in. Oh, yeah. We're in, baby. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm too tired. Can't do it no more. We're going to have quarterly meetings. Well, shit, let's plan the first one. We'll go to Nate Nails. And uh, it was great. What was the highlight for you? The highlight for me was honestly when Lisa Ann walked in and seen that she was cooler than what I thought she was going to be. She wasn't yeah. just someone that you see on you know film. She was, by the way, your line was hilarious when Jeff walks up at the end of the night and grabs the microphone. Hold on a second. Someone just told me Lisa Ann's on the internet, and she's talked to every single person there. She was great. She was she was so nice. I yeah. felt like honestly we made a friend for life. I oh, mean, yeah. a friend. She's great. You know, is smoking hot as she is. We made a friend for life. She was. Cool as could be, absolutely loved it. Here's the deal. My wife shows up around <laughs> 7.30, and I was the whole time I'm thinking, whenever she walks in this room, I better not be standing next to her. That's all I kept thinking the whole night. Yeah. She's going to walk in, and she's going to go, what the hell? And I kept looking at my watch going, she said around 7.30, she's coming up. Couldn't be further away. And But she notices that Lisa Ann's like a magnet, and people yeah. want to be around her, and she wants to be around people. And my wife finally goes, who's the girl in the in the tight white jeans? <laughs> I go, she's Jimmy an actress. Fallon. She's an actress. What's her name? And Lisa Ann. What has she been in? And I said, you haven't seen her in anything. You don't like those kind of movies. And like she's thinking it's like action, like a rock movie or something. She's <laughs> getting shot. And so, or mafia movie. Yeah, right. And she's like, all right. And then she just kept looking. And at one point, I think they even had a conversation and the okay. whole deal. And it was fucking nuts where... Everyone was basically, don't let in and see how long it takes my wife to Google her. And she hasn't so far. Well, here's what I had planned. So I was speaking with Lisa Ann and our friend Katie Mosier. And we're laughing. I said to Katie Mosier, I said, I'm going to ruin Dave right now. (laughs) And she goes, why? And I said, because I'm going to take Lisa Ann up to meet Dave's wife. And Lisa Ann said, oh, I've already talked to her. She's awesome. I was like, shit. (laughs) 
And I just turned and I threw my pen across. No, I did not. <laughs> but I just wanted to come up and say, hey, Rita, I don't know if you got the chance. Lisa Ann's here. Have you met her yet? And just watch Dave be like, you motherfucker. I would have. I completely would have. He just takes a pen. You see me start sweating. You see me walking around with a pen jammed in my eye. Dave didn't like it. Um, I'll tell you what else was great was Sam Bass back on the mic. That son of a bitch. It was good. Cussing. Yeah, that was great. Clean your shit up, I like you turned to you first. Can I cuss? Yes. Right away, drops an F-bomb. Yeah. It was great seeing Sam. Sam's it, another guy. You know, he said guys that you were saying glad to see him. Sam Bass was that guy. He, he, was, he was great. He was right there in that group. He yeah. was great. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I had a couple other people that were like, "Hey, I want to, I'm gonna, and I'm going to call out one other guy too." Okay, <laughs> you calling out? I'm calling out Mark Nimitz. No, Mark. Okay. No, Mark Nimitz was there and contributed money, and he's a guy that we've known since he was about 14 when he was Marcus in Poway. But holy fuck, kid. Not so fucking high maintenance, huh, baby? <laughs> fucking guy sending me 40 text messages. He knows it's the day of the event. Is there a dress code? Is there a co- Fuck! <laughs> Can you, don't fucking text me the, the minute leading into the event with your fucking <clears throat> nonsense. Okay? With your fucking malarkey. I don't have time for it. They showed up. I loved them. I was like, I'm so glad you're here, you fucker. I told him, I go, hey, what are you doing? You don't have four more... F- fucking text messages to send me it was what I, he goes i just wanted to be i just wanted to do it right i go well fuck you covered you checked every box didn't you you fucking asshole he was the guy he was, he was the great. one that sent you the 40 that's great and um there were two other guys there like there were so every one of you mattered please understand every one of you mattered but there were two guys that i hadn't seen personally in about two years that lived down here that are active member of the Navy SEALs. And they have had me and Dave in their house for fight nights. And I got a chance to say to them, I said, you know, 20 years ago we launched this. Dave and I didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. We still don't know what we're doing. But I said, it's given us an opportunity to meet people. And I said, for you two guys to be here. And that's when fucking Walt Chip's like, hey, come on, we're going to do a picture. I go, you, hey, <laughs> hey, scram. I told him, you fucking scram, okay? Get out of here. Okay, get out of here, Smokey Joe. I'm in the middle of something here. But I just was able to tell those guys how much it meant to you and me to have them there. And then these guys do this shit. How about this? They go, uh, how old are your boys? I go, they're 10. They said, why don't you have them come down? We're going to set up a day, and they're going to go down to North Island. They're going to meet all the guys. They're going to meet the team. The team's going to do some fun stuff with them. And they're going to get a chance to hang with the SEALs. That's cool. And they're, they're two guys that I just said, I go, look, we fuck around. Jim Bettencourt was there. Yeah. And, uh, Giving traffic reports. God, how <laughs> amazing was that? That was really cool. And I said to Jim, and I said to, to our two buddies that are the SEALs, I said, look, it's not always cool to, to celebrate guys in uniform. I said, David and I have always done it. We're, I go, we're so humbled that you call us a friend. And I said, to have you guys and to see you there. And I really wish I could have pointed them out. Maybe I could have, but they—they they don't they, like that. They don't like that. They don't like that. And I and said, one of them's about to be deployed. That, right? Yeah, one of them's about to be deployed. Um, and I said, uh, I said, what's great is <laughs> I was telling them, we'll go in that room. And I said, the one thing is, we make our living asking questions. And I said, I hope you understand. I don't. I try not to ask a lot. And they started laughing. And I said, but I'm always curious as a book reader. So I said, I'll ask. Hey, is this book good? 
I'll get kind of a half nod. I'm like, okay, that must be a fucking great book. <laughs> and then I'll get, uh, hey, what about this guy? And I'll get about a third of a, nah. And I'm like, that book, no, we're not supporting that. I'm a patriot. <laughs> and I'm classy. But to have those guys there, Dave, and just so many people that came out, it was just goddamn great. Was. And I was bummed my man Leisure Fryer wasn't there. No, Leisure Fryer wasn't there. He, but he sent his best, and he yeah. congratulated us today. You yelled at me about 80 times in, David. in John Butler's voice. And the what funny thing is, no matter what I was doing, I, I was talking about Like, no matter what I was doing, it wasn't important to you. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there literally talking to Che, and I'm talking about suicide. And I'm talking about how he got involved because it affected his family directly. And Jeff just, David, now. And then you give me the hand. Like, no. Nope. And I'm like, dude, hold on. I can't walk away from a suicide story. And you're sitting there screaming at me. as John sorry. Butler the entire time. You aren't sorry. Everyone said that. Because, man, one thing about Jeff, you get hyper-focused. About 4.30, 30 minutes before you go in, man, you're just, boom, straightforward, just seeing nothing but red, going back and forth, taking care of business, no time for anything else. Yeah. And then and then at the end of the night, when you're sitting there trying to count all the money and figure out who gets what, same thing, just hyper-focused, yeah. back and forth. <laughs> you're that. that guy that should be the reporter in the storms. You yes, should be, I'd be the guy. I you, would do that yeah, in a minute. That should be you. The hyper-focus and just fuck that, the fact fuck the Sam wind is, is 75 miles an hour and people yeah. are getting blown over. You're great. just going to stand there and tell everyone what's I'm going on. I'll tell you this too, Dave. I'm going to up the ante. Yeah. You go ahead and send me to Mobile, Alabama. I'll tell you the other fucking thing that you're going to see from me out there, baby. You're not going to see me in a yellow slicker, okay? <laughs> I'm going straight station issued, uh, like Charlie Sheen style bowling shirt like yeah. this stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it out. You don't see me in a slicker like goddamn Steve Price, Channel 8, with a little rain cap on. Yeah. Whoever else, Terry Burhans, bullshit. I'm out there. Me and Mother Nature. There you go. And one of us isn't going to make it. I'll tell you the other thing you won't see. You don't see me grasping for help with some fucking stop sign. I'll know how to anchor those feet. Let's go live. I'll talk to anybody floating oh by in gosh. a canoe. Where the fuck are you going? You fucking quitter. I'm trying to get to dry land. Get out of here. Get out of here. You got any Pop-Tarts in that house in case I need to take a break? No. Might have some granola. Granola, I just put my foot on the back of the canoe. Get the fuck out of here. I'm working. I'm on Des Moines News Leader. CW, Des Moines News Leader. CW47. My goddamn news director, Dave Palais, sitting at home under his fucking blanket, watching this shit, calling me. I mean, I got to do another live hit. It's bullshit. Get out of here. Oh, my gosh. That's so damn funny. Also, you hey. don't have any goddamn baby crackers. <laughs> like, like when we do that sitting in here, I'm like, God damn. I have a friend down from L.A. She's like, what? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's dumb. I also want to thank uh, LaDonna Harvey. Oh, LaDonna shit, gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning to do her job, and yet she's, she stopped by last night as well. Of course, Coco 600. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, confirmed. DSC going to KGB. I invited Cookie out, and Cookie said, ah, I get some sleep. We're coming back for a 373rd time. Well, the fucking show starts Monday. Are you joking? Monday? Yeah. I told him. I called him uh, to invite him, because every time yeah. I see him, he's like, I like the show, but you know I'm a Palais guy. <laughs> so I called him, and I said, you know, I think CCR. I said, God, I think Doug Clifford who was the bass player for Creedence Clearwater Revival. I think he played the bass. I go, I think Doug Clifford, 
I think uh, Stu Cook. I left his uh, his voicemail. <laughs> I go. I think Tom Fogarty was in that band. That's that's who the real fucking CCR is here. Okay, kid. And I go, I don't get to you at all in that thing. You're fucking Palais guy. Whatever. <laughs> and he just goes <laughs> send me a text message. Doug Clifford. <laughs> but uh, starting Monday, they will be on KGB. Uh, Co and Bob to the afternoon. Clint moves into middays. So Mark Coppola, who's some relationship to Nick Cage and that whole family. That was just a tape show. Mark doesn't lose a job. They just take him. So... Nobody lost a job, which I think is really great. And uh, and DSC go home and kind of go full circle. Yeah, I love they how I love like NBC today. Hey, we're getting closer to an announcement. Like fuck it, we announced it a week ago. Yes, you know where it's going. <laughs> Tell NBC. Uh, Surprise! Intercom didn't jump on that. I know they tried to, but I think Clear Channel paid more. Wow, is what I heard. Well, it, well, it's iHeart now. It's not even Clear Channel, but yeah, iHeart paid more. And then at the same time, you go. Yeah, you know, it's going to cost the other shows in the long run. You're going to pay those guys that much. What happened when the other morning show contracts come up? Yep. You're going to have to start paying more. Well, that's a lot of money. A lot of money. So, I mean, uh, best show in town, right? Best morning ratings in town is that show. Uh, yeah. And as Mike Costa pointed out, it's always fun when they end the show with, this has been the best day of our lives. <laughs> hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, we saw him yesterday before the event. He had a family emergency. Uh, very, very unfortunate. But... Brian was nice enough to stop by the garage yesterday. Still made bids on items. Guy Guess was what he won? What did he win? He won the Fedor fight shorts. He did? I made sure he won them. <laughs> They're awesome. I, I think I worked on them. Now, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he'll bench in them. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're a fucking cool item. I think I got other shit for him. We got other shit. Brian's the man. That is great. Brian Curry again selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last twenty years. President's Elite Award winner with Caldwell Banker, top one percent internationally, certified negotiation specialist, and a member of the Council of Residential Specialists. Don't forget, Brian's also a military guy. We always yep. love the military guys, and Brian's one of those guys as well. Are we still on sugar. God dang it. Oh, dude. My girl, Shooky. Jesus. She almost ripped my microphone right out. <laughs> what the hell's going Greatest on? Greatest dog ever. Go hit some water. Good Lord. You, <laughs> you train her to do that? Rip, rip Dave's mic out and then go get water. Just so everything he says can't now be she's going to come over with that cold, wet chin and drop it right on my leg like she does every other time. Oh, boy. Certified <laughs> negotiation specialist. Again, Brian Kerr is your guy. And also, if you're looking for some property management, that's what he does right now. If you need someone to manage your property, call Brian Curry. Here's his number, 619-251-1588. 619 251 one five eight eight and it's Brian Curry real estate.com. Yeah, I told him yesterday. I said, I hope you understand when I talk in the ads about going back on the market in a couple of weeks, maybe a month to find a place. I go, I, I couldn't the least of my worries right now because I'm like, I got I got yeah. the best. You guys have the best. He does so much in the community. He does so much he gives back. But the guy coaching and like Dave said, military guy but the guy knows the real estate market better than anybody you're ever going to meet. And uh, as we say, there are guys in real estate that look out their telescope, and there are guys in real estate that close deals. And I need the guy who closes deals, and his name's Brian Curry. There you go. And Daniel Tyler, Superior Fence Company. This guy, company. the greatest. 
Daniel Tyler, first time I had a chance to meet him face to face. Oh, a, no a, kidding. A, yeah, first time. He's, oh, every time man. he comes by, he just puts money under my mat. Doesn't even ring the doorbell. Doesn't want to bother me, he says. Good dude, man. He is a good dude, man. He is all about getting the job done. As he says, every job's an easy job. It's all a mindset, he says. But when you meet him in person, you go, this is exactly why he says every job's an easy yeah. job. Because he's the man. And when you shake his hand, it feels like five hamburger patties <laughs> stacked yeah, up. He has the thickest, strongest hands you're ever going to see. It's, yeah. like, it's like shaking Mike Piazza's hand. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Dan Tyler, make Mike Piazza's hand look like a kitten. <laughs> like, like a paw. Yeah, Daniel Tyler, again, he'd been in business since 2005. He wouldn't be in business this long if he wasn't great at what he did. You name the fence, any kind of style, he's the one to do it. 760-745-4846. 760-745-4846. The website is SanDiegoSuperiorFence.com. SanDiegoSuperiorFence.com. Again, he has an A-plus rating with the BBB, fully licensed and insured. He'll even work on the weekends all over San Diego County, but he specializes in the North County. Here's why I love all these guys. Well, I love all of them. And our friend Susan DeVincent said to me the other day, she goes, God, the relationship with your sponsors, partners is incredible. I go, it's unlike anything I've ever had because Dan Tyler writes the other day, hey, guys, we're looking forward to the event. It's going to be great uh, and everything else. Hey, Dave, disappointing Joseph isn't going to be playing all your favorite Tiffany shit, is it? <laughs> and I just love that you go, that's where you go, okay, this is not just a guy that, hey, you know what I think looks great? A really nice oak fence. And the place to go would be San Diego Superior Fence. It's why we say, like, meet him. And you go, hey, yeah, we're going to need you to build a wrought iron fence. And we're going to need you to build it from here to El Paso. <laughs> all right. I'll, and Dan's like, all right, I'll, uh, shit. I'll have my guys come out. We'll look at it. And we'll probably, have, and we'll probably be done with the whole job by Thursday. <laughs> Well, I need that to be 37 feet tall, and what I'd like is a lazy river next to it. And I'd also like that if anybody looks wrong at the fence, they're just immediately electrocuted. <laughs> well, I see that. I see where we're going. I still think our deadline, we could probably have that all done by Thursday. <laughs> all right, well, in the middle of it, I would like a, a diner to come out of that fence. I'd like it to come out. I'd like a waitress that looks like Lisa Ann. To come out and maybe have the best eggs Benedict on the planet. Yeah, I think we're still good with Thursday. <laughs> Fuck it, guys. The, the real and I and if we needed it, he'd probably have it built by Thursday. Yes. He's just you go, the fucking guy is just the man. He is. The closer. All those guys. Curry's the man. Dan Tyler's the man. Uh and he said to Dave, Hey, don't need to say my goddamn name forty <laughs> times in eleven seconds. Dude, he took your side all the way through. It's not Dan Tyler building the fence, goddammit, Dave. It's San Diego Superior Fans. And I'm just sitting there reading this. I go, yeah. Like, whoever you're doing. Yeah. I don't think Corky is texting Kaplan going, hey, stop reading my fucking name 14 times and don't play this shitty music on the show anymore. They're just like, hey, it's great. Getting rid of cockroaches. Yeah, called me a puss, basically, for saying it was hot in Lakeside managing a baseball. What do you think my guys are doing on top of the mountain building a fence? five hours you think they sit there and complain you're just standing there <laughs> told me to stop complaining all right in your baseball pants yes yeah, baseball pants alan taylor taylor made pools is great seeing alan man he helped us from beginning to end 
Him and his girlfriend, Amy, fantastic, man. Alan is a really good guy. Kenny showed up at the Fantastic Church yesterday. I hope the people had a chance to get one. 20 years in San Diego, tailor-made pools, new construction on commercial and residential, full remodels on construction and uh, on commercial and residential as well. New equipment repairs, pool resurfacing, the installation. It's all going to be fantastic. Tile installation, a lot of people have a trouble with that. He's a pro. Daniel Tyler is your guy. Again, don't forget about, take a look at the 3D designs with the virtual tours and take the guesswork out of what your pool will look like. Alan Taylor's number, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452, and you can follow him on Twitter, at TMadePools. Alan and Amy were two more of the MVPs of the night. They were so funny. They bring out all the shirts, okay, the tailor-made pool shirts. So I'll, we had wanted people to, to make a small donation because I wanted to help cover the cost. Well, things are kind of, you know, the shirts were still there. And so I felt like, hey, we can make a small contribution um, from the money we've raised tonight because I knew we'd raised enough money. And yeah. I would like everybody, I would like the event to buy everybody there a shirt. So I made the mistake of saying, look, if you go over, we're going to cover the donation for the shirt because I was going to say, Al, hey, here's here's this or whatever on behalf of the event. Thank you for what you did. Amy, no, you're not covering anything. We got it. Like, what are you yelling at me for? Holy cow, were they amazing. They were. Let me just, yes, they do a great job on the pool and everything else. But Alan and Amy, I hope you... Like, watching you guys were so fun, involved in the silent auction, so much trash talk, like fun trash talking amongst friends going. But then, like, Al would bid, I think Al thought he bid on, like, four items, and he bid on, like, seven, and he won them. So then he's like, ah, Amy's going to kill me. What'd you buy? <laughs> well, I bought this. Oh, I do like that. Al, here's another one. And I just, they, they made it so fun. Everybody there, but but because they're part of this show and this family, I never met Amy. I felt like I knew her twenty years. She's, she's great. What? A, she's great. She's perfect for this audience because she's an absolute maniac, and she had me doubled over laughing about four. <laughs> hey, how's this thing coming? Hey, calm down. It said because who else can you say calm down to? And she's like, all right, okay. But man, you those two were just fantastic. Just yeah. fantastic. And, uh, yeah, and they've mentioned it. I mean, you can do everything for the pool. But when they come out like they did and didn't just come out and have a cornbread muffin from Sean, right, and walk around and shake Rich yeah. Corp's hand and call it a night, they, uh, they goddamn got in there and got a little dirt under their nails. And it's great. Now, they didn't win the fight shorts. I yeah. think they bid on it. But Brian Curry was committed to it. He beat him on it. So when Brian goes down to get the paper, people are going to be like, is that goddamn Fedor? <laughs> no, it's Brian Curry. But they won a lot of other things, including the Weddle jersey. Yeah. Including the Weddle jersey. They won the Weddle jersey? Yeah. Wow. It was great. The Weddle jersey was sweet. The Weddle jersey was uh, NFL cut, game ready to go. Shit. That so was cool. cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll tell you all about what TaylorMade Pool does. And he had his guys there. And what a great team. But but for last night, what they did was as they've always done. They stepped up with the shirts. 
which was great. But then to be as active and as fun as they were at the silent auction, we'll remember that forever. They Absolutely. were awesome. And Alan and Amy, we sincerely thank you. You guys are great. Absolutely. That was a lot of fun. Again, we're going to knock one out uh, again next year. We'll do it again next year as we have these quarterly meetings say, with Lisa and Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, hey, we're going to have quarterly meetings with Lisa and then we'll rub one out. <laughs> oh, come on. Geekster might hear that, David. Dude, the, one of the, the, the funniest things, and I messed it up on my phone, mm-hmm. is when we were in your hotel room, mm-hmm. Lisa Ann had a different room, yeah. and, but she was coming back. She was changing clothes, coming back, Yeah. and uh, she knocks on the door and goes, and I, I'm trying to push record With on my, my phone. With my friend Erica, right? Yes, but Lisa Ann did this by herself. Okay. She comes in, housekeeping? Yes. Yeah, just like out of the movies, and I completely fucked it up. It was it was so great that she came through that door as the maid and played the game, and I was like, ah, don't even have it. Oh. Fuck, man. But she was fantastic all the way to the very end. It was, it was, it was everybody was. Again, it sounds like I know it's a, it's a big thank you card, but that's exactly what the show is. It's a big thank you card for a lot of work that went into this. Yeah, it's weird because usually I come here after work. I actually have to go to work now. <laughs> I have to drive to Carlsbad. But because of all of you that were there, as I mentioned, heading to Hermosa Beach, taking four days with my sons to just chill out. But for all of you that just, even the people today on Twitter that are on social media that were like, hey, we couldn't be there, but guys, good job. Thank you to all of you as well. And uh, I'd never been a part of anything like that, but we always go back to what happened. It was a note to Lisa Ann when the show got to half a million downloads. And really, I, I don't give a shit if we had half a million or we had 50. But she was a big part of it because of the energy that she's shown. And just to say to her, hey, thanks, because Dave and I get it, and we appreciate that you play around with our moronic humor. And she said, let's do a charity event. Yeah. So everything that happened, the starting point was her saying, let's do a charity event. And that's what I was saying, because people go, God, it's the 20th anniversary of the show. And I just said, yeah, it is, which is great. Um, and it's fun that we made it that long. But I said, come on, look at the people in this room. Yeah. Disappointing Joseph, uh, Albert and, and his team at East Lake Country Club, Sean and his team uh, that were all there. And, and like I said, Lisa Ann, just amazing. And, yeah, we're, we're, we're very, very lucky. There was one complaint I got this morning from your, your buddy Dale. Okay. Let me hear this. So Dale's in line buying the, the 20th anniversary Dave and Jeff shirts. And okay. our two military friends are standing right behind him in line. Dale yeah. pays his 20 bucks for a shirt. And Jeff goes, you guys, you're taking care of it. It's Absolutely. on me. And he took care of the military. He goes, fucking Jeff, if you would have made that announcement two minutes earlier, I would have got a free shirt. I go, no, he was he never, yeah, he was never going to take care of you. No. You didn't, you've never been in the military. That's what I told him. Yeah, you, you aren't part of a SEAL team. I'll, I'll tell you the other thing. Now, look. So drunk. That's the first thing. But phone rings. And I'm like, what the fuck? Six fifteen. Who's calling? Fucking Jeff. That's all I hear. I didn't even know hello. Yeah. Well, he had. He made the other problem of interrupting me when I was talking to two American heroes, and I told him uh, because we've been invited into uh, a particular seal's house, and you go into this room and it's names and i was sharing with them last night i said hey when you brought me in there for a fight night and you just said to me take a look around because there's a lot of names on this wall that have passed away for your freedom that meant a lot to me and 
So then on that night, if you remember, it was you, me, Costa, Dale, and, and these two guys. And they poured like a yellow liqueur. Yeah. And they were sharing that this is a drink that's common uh, for the SEALs, and they do it, and it means a lot to them. There's a whole backstory, and, and I'm not getting it right. I was like, I was so engaged in it. I just wanted to hear it. And he, he speaks very softly, but very directly. And uh, I, was, I was just so locked into the moment. And then fucking Dale says to this guy, hey, um, can we change? Because you poured mine a little big, and I got a work day tomorrow. And our buddy, the SEAL, looked at him and said, lock it up, Dale. <laughs> he did say lock it up. He did say lock it up. <laughs> and, yeah, I forgot about that. He did so lock what, it up. And I shared that with those guys. Yeah. And the four of us just sat there and doubled over. <laughs> and I said to the guy, I said, look, I didn't know you at that time like I know you now. So I was like, oh, my God, I think he might break Dale's neck right here. Yeah. Dale's going to get his neck broken <laughs> like a chicken. And so the four of us just sitting there laughing, and Dale's just so goddamn funny. It says, long pause. And, like, this is a yeah. very decorated seal. Lock it up, Dale. And I was like, oh, Dale, shut your goddamn mouth. Just drink it, you little fucker. After about three shots, when Dale asked him, hey, when you're in Iraq or Afghanistan, do you, what kind of chapstick do you use? And he fucking, he just looks through his fucking eyes like he's looking at the back of his brain. What the fuck is chapstick? There's a no time for bullshit. He had no idea even what chapstick was. He just looked at him like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. And he goes, I'm just saying, when it gets to be about 88, I need chapstick. <laughs> and I was like, dude, stop fucking talking. Just stop I, fucking talking right I, now. I may have, if I remembered the chapstick story, I might have covered his shit. <laughs> Uh, Dale, I might have covered the shirt if I remembered that or the liquor story. Uh, you guys were great. Um, we're off for uh, we're gonna be off for about ten days, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and figure it out. But thank you to everybody. Uh, gonna be fun things as we turn the corner and keep it rolling. No ugly cry. Katie Temple was completely wrong. Nope. But a uh, 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 couple days, man. We'll be going door to door with those charities. We'll be dropping off more cashier's checks from what you did. By the way, every charity that came in last night was given $1,000 before we even started. That's from everybody who donated. When you walk in for an event and it's a charity event, they haven't even started, and you're like, oh, by the way, here's 1000 bucks for you. That's a huge thank you to San Diego. Like I said, Intercom doesn't think this fucking show matters. They can fucking suck it. <laughs> Uh, Clear Channel thinks we were the problem. They can fucking suck it. What's Nick doing today? Coaching, telling me about the fucking Padres. Again, his fucking insight. Hey, just bend over and hand me the ball, okay? Okay, meet. Calm the fuck down. What Dan do today? I don't know because we can't find one of the four fucking people listening. Probably the guys that are comatose in that fucking cuckoo's nest room. You want to listen to Dan, Chief? Chief, you want to listen to Dan? Put your hand up, huh? That's Dan's audience. <laughs> Fuck them all. People that mattered were the people there. And uh, we love all of you. You're the best. Thank you.
I'm in love. 